Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. I'm your host, Curveball, and today I am joined by Dallin Rapper. He is the creator of the Self Mastery Journal, and we're going to be talking about how important journaling was and is in his life and how important it can be in yours. So, Dallin, thank you for joining me today. Hey, Curtis, I appreciate you having me. I mean, I'm uh, really excited to be on this podcast with you. Absolutely. And we're excited to have you. Why don't you start off basically by giving people a brief overview or background on yourself, like maybe where you're from and anything else that you want people to know about you before we kick it off? Awesome. Yeah. So I I originally uh, am from Utah and was able to play uh, college baseball at the University of Kentucky and BYU. And then following my degree ended up going into sports science and getting a master's degree. And, you know, after my master's was finished, I was able to land uh, a pretty sweet job down in Tampa, Florida, doing research in regards to health and performance. And, and not only that, but just being involved with high level athletes and people and, I guess uh, the spark note version of my journey is, is, you know, quickly after landing this job, I kind of discovered that although I liked it and I really, you know, looked up to the people I was working with, uh, it, it wasn't quite fulfilling me. It wasn't satisfying what I felt like, you know, my purpose is. So this just sent me down a series of events of introspection and discovering more about myself and how I can not only discover my purpose, but, but live my purpose. And, you know, that led that ultimately, like, like you, like you mentioned, I did create a self mastery journal and, and that's all thanks to my process of, you know, of self discovery that I I went through in discovering uh, my purpose. Well, speaking of discovering that purpose, um, I know that you talked about having kids was uh, the biggest part in kind of changing direction. Um, how did that play into changing your perspective on life and to go from what you were doing to what you are doing now? Yeah, that was actually, you know, a big role in accelerating, accelerating my process, I would say. So what happened was um, I was in the middle of this process of, you know, joining groups and, and consuming information in order to dive into myself and discover more of myself. And, and one of the groups that I joined was about journaling and journaling correctly. And so in this, we went through a series of techniques and the, the whole purpose was, you know, to, to understand more about ourselves and what we can learn from our past, how we can apply that to our future and, and ultimately how we can thrive today in the moment. And this, this was a very profound experience for me where, you know, I was able to go from being chronically stressed all the time about what I'm going to do for the rest of my life to really leaning into who am I trying to become and how can I be that person today? And so following this, I, I started, 
you know, coming up with the idea of maybe piecing together a, a journal or a planner, as a lot of people call it. Um, and I, I'd been dabbling with it, but I hadn't taken it, it seriously yet. My wife and I, you know, we were young and we had a daughter already who was about a year old and we had just gone through, you know, a big heartfelt discussion about how we wanted to wait until our daughter was older before we had another kid. And just as the story goes, it, it wasn't two weeks later that we found out we were expecting our next child. So this, this event was a huge eye opener to me because it forced me to look at things from a different perspective, right? So now I, I'm not only, I wasn't only thinking about my story and, and my life, but how I want to impact the lives of my kids. And uh, I looked forward, you know, 20 years from now and saw myself just kind of conversing with my kids and, and the type of um, example that I, I and attributes that I hope to instill in them. And, and, and then it forced me to look internally, you know, if I want my kids to have courage or be disciplined and, and, and in order to chase their dreams and create the life that they envision, how can I teach my kids that if I don't live it myself? So this was, you know, the ultimate accelerator where I knew that if I were to, if I was going to create this story, if I was going to be the example to my kids that I desired to be, I needed to take this journey much more seriously. And, and from that point on, I, you know, my progress accelerated. I, I started putting much more time and effort and uh, into this business and this product and, and was eventually able to step away from my job and take this on full time. Speaking of your job, how difficult was it to step away from a job that you have a master's degree in? I mean, obviously, you wanted to do it enough to get a master's degree. You had a lot of passion for it. You might even have created some college debt just to do this job and get this master's degree. So how difficult was it stepping away after all that? Man, that's a great question. It was it was very difficult and considering as well that, you know, I was working with a bunch of brilliant young guys who I got along with really well and and a lot of whom I still consider mentors and really close friends. Luckily, we were able to end on good terms, but you know, it got to the point where it 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 was difficult to step away but it also made it easier knowing the the path that I was I was joining right the path that I was creating the story that I was diving into um to create and build so um you know getting into a career after a master's degree as as you said and as you um can imagine there's there's a lot of influence on or just almost a feeling of obligation to stay within that field because of course you have you you know you're a so-called expert in this field you have a master's degree in it but it it start it became more important to me to kind of chase that journey and and throughout my story and my progress of introspection one of the things i really had to evaluate was you know, was I working that job because I loved it or because it gave me, you know, it gave me satisfaction to talk about it with others because it sounds, it's from the outsider's perspective, it sounds like a very glamorous job. It was cool, right? But so it was fun to talk about with people. And, and up until that point, I came to the realization that, 
you know, this isn't, I don't see myself doing this in the future. It's not, if, if I had to pick one thing to do for the rest of my life, this wouldn't be it. I'm solely doing this for that external validation. And once I came to that, uh, you know, discovery or conclusion, it became much more clear that something needed to change. And if something was going to ever change, I, I needed to be responsible for that. So you talk about being involved with high level athletes. Um, were you directly involved with them? And if so, what was the highest level or a big name athlete that everybody knows that you were involved in working with? <laughs> That's awesome. So the the facility is actually it's kind of divided into two um, departments. One being, you know, the the training aspect where we have co- had coaches and trainers and and uh, medical staff to train high end athletes. And then the other side is geared around science. So you you do more scientific uh, research in regards to all things health and performance. And my role was was more specifically in the science side. So I was more involved in research, but uh, there were many times there, there's a lot of overlap between the two because we're, we're scientifically testing athletes frequently to, to track progress or maybe, you know, recovery from injury. So some high level athletes that I was able to get to know, one would be Jameis Winston. He was a quarterback for the Buccaneers at the time, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and our facility being in Tampa, we, we, you know, we, we had a lot of Buccaneer athletes in there. Nelson Aguilar was also there when he was with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's now with the Las Vegas Raiders, but you know, these, these are extremely high performing athletes who are playing, you know, amongst the most elite in the world. So it was, it was a, a really neat experience to, to be able to see how these people perform and, and be a small part in their progress. I can't say I was hands-on every day cause I wasn't, but I did get to interact and do more of the scientific side uh, of things when it, when it comes to training. Absolutely. And Jameis Winston now with the new Orleans saints. That's right. Okay, let's let's talk about because you obviously made some huge life changing goals. So in your perspective, what does it take to create life changing goals? That's an awesome question. So for me, and one of the things that I like to to preach to others is first establishing a vision. And the reason that's so important is because far too often, we, we just have ideas, right? So you know, we have an idea of something that we want in the future, or we repeat the words like, I wish I had, or, you know, it would be awesome to have this, or someday I'll have that, or someday I'll, you know, be this successful. But until that vision is concrete, and until it's, it's detailed, it's, it's just, it's just a thought, it's not a goal. And so when you actually establish a vision and get detailed with it, what, what that allows you to do is then break it down. So now you can, you can break down to the, to the daily tasks that you need to accomplish to move the needle to get you there. So I, I liken it in like, um, like to refer to like a GPS system. You know, if I was going to visit a friend in New York City, 
And in my GPS, I just put New York. Well, that's going to take me to the state of New York. And I could still be hours away from my friend's home. And if I want to get to my friend's house, you know, as quickly and efficiently as possible, I'm going to have to be specific on his address so that the, that every turn that I make in the journey is going to lead me to his address. So, you know, setting, setting your vision and understanding what you are seeking is plays a huge role in understanding what needs to be done today. Absolutely. When I was reviewing your bio, I saw that you spoke about a paradigm shift. What does that mean to you? And how, how did that affect your life? Uh, that paradigm shift? Yeah. So as I mentioned before, you know, being in a point where I was unsatisfied with my job and, and understanding and feeling like I need a change, but not knowing what that change is, which I think is something that a lot of people go through, right? They might be unhappy at their job, but they know their, their question is like, well, if I don't do this, then what am I going to do? And it's a valid question. And so that that's how I felt for months and I, in this process of journaling, that's when I experienced that paradigm shift where, you know, I was asking myself, what, you know, what am I going to do for the rest of my life every day? And this was weighing stress on me every single day because I didn't have an answer to that question. And in this process of journaling, uh, the paradigm shift I refer to is, you know, going from asking myself, what do I want to do with my life? to who do I want to become? Because although someone might not be able to tell you what they want to do for the rest of their life, they they should or they will be able to tell you who they want to become. What kind of person do they want to be? What attributes do, do they want to instill? Do, do they want to be known as somebody who's courageous, has discipline, con- confronts challenges? You know, and, and so once I was able to get detailed on the person that I want to be, it became much easier. You know, I recognize, okay, if this is who I see myself being 20 years from now, I can be that person today. And I think once you approach life in this manner, then your progress is inevitable, right? And that, so now when I'm confronted with challenges, I, I, I can think to myself, okay, you know, looking at my ideal self, if I see my ideal self confronting challenges with, with courage and discipline, what does that mean for me today? And for me, this this just helped me feel a much more uh, sense of purpose on my day to day instead of feeling like my purpose was, you know, 20 years from now when I reach a level of success that, that I desired. So I think this is a, a great um, perspective to to have, especially for those who might be in a position similar to the one that I was in where you're working a job that doesn't completely satisfy you and you want to change, but that you don't know what that looks like. Well, you know, let's start focusing on yourself and really cultivating the attributes that, that you see your best self cultivating. And once you do that, you, you'll be, you know, more in tune with leaning into projects and ideas and, and just creativity in order to, um, get yourself down a path that's going to provide the change that you desire. Explain to people what the self-mastery journal is and what, what is your purpose for creating it? What, what is the goal? What, what is and was the goal of creating the self-mastery journal? 
Yeah. So the self-mastery journal, I guess first I should clarify what I mean um, when I say the word journal, because a lot of people, you know, when they hear that, that word, they just see a pen and a blank sheet of paper. And and that that can be extremely daunting. And, and that's not the journaling I'm talking about at all. In fact, journaling for me encompasses, you know, setting daily goals, um, gratitude journaling and daily reflection. So it includes two questions at, at the end of the day. One is one went well today and the other is what can I improve upon moving forward? So and then I, I also included um, specific journal prompts or as I like to call them purpose prompts to apply, basically giving the user a, a, an alternate perspective on one, the life that they envision and, and two, the person that they desire to become. And the purpose of this is because I think when you journal, uh, the, the way to do it in the most powerful manner is to answer specific questions. It's just like, you know, there's a quote that a lot of like Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn have repeated that successful people ask better questions. So if you ask yourself better questions and you provide better answers to these questions, you become much more clear on not only your vision, but the things that need to be done today. So when I when I was, you know, participating in this this journal group that provided this paradigm shift for me, this is the method of journaling that he was teaching us. And so following that, um, following my experience there, I started looking for some products that that use these same techniques that I used in this in this group. And I I wasn't able to come across any. And frankly, most of the planners and journals that I did come across were far too complicated. And it almost gave, gave a sense of like, you know, where, where do I even begin? And so I, my goal with this was to, was to apply these techniques in the most simple way possible so that the user can, can, they can dedicate two to five minutes a day and receive and maximize the benefits in order to really learn from their past and apply that for their future while thriving today. During your time and experiences being involved with collegiate baseball, what did you learn that you can apply to your business? That's an awesome question. So one of the things that, um, you know, this, this, I guess, applies to, to the journal itself, but, you know, when I was playing college baseball, we had the opportunity of working with a high level performance psychologist who works with a lot of Olympic athletes, namely uh, Sean White and those on the ski and snowboard team. And he, he, also, he always taught us, you know, his goal with us was basically to teach us how to gain control over our mind in order to maximize our performance on the field. And one of the things that happens um, is when we talk to ourselves in, in a negative manner, we, we become, uh, I guess we, we, we become more focused on the, the negative side of things and, and channel your subconscious negatively, which impacts your performance. So one of the skills that we learned from him was simply for every negative thought, uh, counteract that with three positive thoughts. And, you know, this can be by way of journaling or just by being aware of your thoughts. And as they come in, counteract them um, immediately with three positives. And that's not only going to translate to performance, you know, uh, on, on the baseball field and athletics, but 
it'll also translate to professional life and personal life. And that's something that has really stuck with me because I was able to see the benefits then. And it, it also applies to my business now when challenges do arise, you know, there's a lot of in, in the process of launching the journal on Amazon, I came across a lot of bumps in the road or things that could have been roadblocks, but I was able to kind of shift my perspective on it and see, you know, each delay as an opportunity to just continue getting the foundation set so that when it launches, it, it, it the launch is even better. Do you feel like there are people out there that felt the way you felt before you uh, began your journey? And if so, what tips would you give them? Absolutely. I think the last poll I saw um, from a survey in the United States said that over 80% of people are unsatisfied with their job. And I think the vast majority, if they could change something, they would. But, you know, that involves risk and it, it, it and a host of other other things like, you know, developing a skill set to that allows you to safely branch off and kind of, you know, pursue a path of more purpose. My advice would be to cultivate self-awareness. So and I say that because. Uh, I think a lot of times when we feel this stress of, of, you know, not being satisfied with our job, it's because our actions are, are not aligned with our inner desires. They're not aligned with our purpose. And so until we can create alignment, then, you know, you're, you're not going to be living with the purpose that you desire. So through self-awareness, you're not only able to understand better, you know, the situation you are in and, and why you are there, but you're also able to understand, you know, your inner intentions and desires and and apply that moving forward so that you're able to create this alignment between your daily action, things you do daily and your your innermost desires. You talk about creating a life vision. What is your life vision and how are you going about creating it? That's a good question. And, you know, I, I, I feel like I could talk for hours on that, um, but I'll talk on the the one that I think is most important to me. Um, and it's it's more so, I guess, my personal vision. And one of the things I, I, I try to keep, I guess, in the forefront of my thoughts is the person that you know, I've always seen myself becoming because when I do that, I'm able to be that person today. And that, you know, I see my my personal vision is to be somebody who always puts his family first and who is, you know, a, a great example of displaying courage and discipline, kindness. And um, what was the last one? And well, and, and just displaying the these attributes so, you know, I can and having that understanding on and vision around the best version of myself and applying that today has been something that has absolutely, you know, uh, accelerated the progress of my professional life. Um, so I like approaching it this way because it. It, it, it's something that I can control instead of focusing on the uncontrollable. And, you know, I do have uh, a vision around my professional business, but I, I think that that the only way that it's going to 
become a realization is if I focus on cultivating the attributes and, and really uh, bringing that personal vision to life. Talk about some of the ways you confront challenges in your life. The, the first thing that comes to mind is seeing it as an opportunity. I think with, you know, every situation, there's two sides of the coin. And for example, in my process of launching a journal, you know, I'm working with manufacturers overseas. And when there's a delay, it's not just a, a two day delay or a week, it's at minimum four weeks. And so this, you know, I went through a big delay that put me back about six weeks. And for the first few weeks, honestly, it was extremely stressful for me. And, and I, and it, it was just frustrating because I, and I wasn't displaying the patience that I needed to. So I, you know, I took a step back, I zoomed out of the situation to look at the big picture. And I, I you know, I asked myself, okay, so what can I do in, in this six weeks to prepare myself better? And how can I make sure that this launch goes even better than it would have if it happened when I originally planned? So, um, yeah, I think that is just seeing things from, from multiple perspectives and, and understanding, you know, each situation, um, not only just kind of putting your emotions to the side and looking at it more logically. Do you have any projects, uh, upcoming projects that you're working on that people should be on the lookout for? Well, right now, my focus is strictly on building momentum through Amazon. And and then, you know, it's kind of a stepwise process. Firstly, I'll be looking at adding color variations. And then there, I do have a streamline of products that I am hoping to release towards the, the end of 2021. Um, but as for now, you know, I, I'm solely focused on building awareness around the product that I have available. I think it, and the feedback that I've gotten so far has been incredible. So I'm, I've been pleased to see the impact that it's had on people and how, you know, it's, it's being utilized and the, the, the changes that it's able to help people make. So, you know, I'm right now that that's my main focus and gaining momentum there. And then once, once uh, the momentum has, reached a certain level, then I can start directing my focus elsewhere. So that people can stay connected with you and find out when you release those products at the end of 2021. Um, go ahead and throw out contact information, websites, social media, whatever you want to throw out so people can connect with you. Cool. So you can find me on Twitter. Um, my handle is just down rubber. It's D-A-L-L-E-N-R-E-B-E-R. And same goes for Instagram. Um, the easiest way to have access to, you know, it, my free downloads as well as my social platforms is just going to be searching downrever.com. And that'll, that'll have, you know, five or six links that will direct you to wherever it is you're trying to go. But I do have a, a free guide on how to journal correctly along with like a 30-day challenge. So, you know, if anybody's interested in getting started and seeking a similar transformation that that I was able to experience, I highly recommend the the free guide and starting there because that's going to have some really insightful tips for you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Dallin Reber. Dallin, thank you so much for joining me today. Curtis, I appreciate you having me on the podcast, man. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.